Hi lovies, I'm Queen and this is Love or Obsession. Hi everyone, welcome back to my podcast. In today's story we're going to be talking about Eva Braun. Was it love or was it obsession? So everyone knows Hitler as the leader of the Nazi party. He was a fascist. He initiated World War II in Europe by invading Poland on September 1st, 1939. He was a scary, intelligent individual. Don't cut my tongue off, but some people probably looked at him as a hero, you know. Um, But this story today is not about him. It's about his woman, the lady that was his longtime girlfriend, and she was his wife by the time she committed suicide by biting into a cyanide poison capsule. Eva Anna Paula Braun was born February 6, 1912 in Munich. She was a middle child in which she had an older sister and a younger one. Her parents were divorced in April 1921, but remarried in November 1922. Eva was educated at a Catholic Lutheran, in which she, in which was something like a secondary school, Lutheran, Lutheran. Somebody let me know if I'm saying that right or wrong, but I think it's right. A Catholic Lutheran, 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 Lutheran. Okay, moving on, in Munich, (laughs) which is something like a secondary school. She went to a business school for a year and was an athletic girl. At the age of 17, she started working for Heinrich Hoffmann, the official photographer for the Nazi party. She started off as a shop assistant and sales clerk, but soon learned how to use a camera and develop photos. She met Philip at the Hoffmann studio. Her little sister, Gretel, I think her name was Gretel. I could be wrong, somebody correct me. But her little sister worked out also. So these girls was like baby one and baby two. Thing one and thing two, baby one, baby two. Because <laughs> um, what, what y'all are hearing in this story, Eva was definitely baby, you know. And actually, a little backstory before I move on. Eva Braun was actually my inspiration behind starting this pod- podcast because... I was just thinking for a long time, like, I want to do a podcast. I want my voice to be heard. What should I do? And honestly, the name of this podcast was going to be called Monsters, the Women Who Love Them. Da-da-da. But no, seriously. <laughs> but after putting more thought into it, I decided to not so much focus on the men or the monster themselves, but focus more on the significant others to see, like, like, why would you want to be with a man that that commits genocide, you know, destroy families? But then I thought on that same strength, like, dang, I could have been Eva, you know? <laughs> I bet y'all, like, you always talk about you could have been somebody. Because <laughs> I'm like, I could have been Stormy. I could have been Kiana from my first episode, you know? But I could have been Eva. It's like, could I really have been a woman? in love with this man that was considered a monster. But a lot of people considered him a monster, like I said, but some people considered him a hero. But anyways, I could have been Eva. She's so intriguing to me. I'm intrigued by a lot of things, you guys. If you 
continue on this ride with me, you will see that I'm intrigued by a lot of things. And also, before I move forward, I want to give out two really big two really big shout outs really quick because when I was thinking about starting a podcast I asked almost up to 10 people to co-host it with me and finally I came close to my little cousin Gina I asked her and she wasn't interested and so she was just like why don't you just do it yourself and I was like that's a good idea I think I'm gonna do it myself so that's how I came up came to hosting this by myself so shout out to Gina also shout out to DJ Meal Ticket your baby mother's favorite DJ. Ow, hey. Nah, <laughs> nah, but seriously, shout out to DJ Mule Ticket because he posted something on Instagram one time and it said something along the lines of, don't be the type of person that use somebody else's name to get in. Be the type of person where your name by itself is good enough. And I, I felt that on a deep level. So shout out to DJ Mule Ticket, your baby mother's favorite DJ. Okay, so getting right back into the story, you guys. So at this point, Eva and her sister is working at Heinrich Hoffman studio. He's the official photographer of the Nazi party. She meets Hitler at the studio in Munich on October 1929. Hitler was 23 years older than Eva. Hitler was living with his half-niece, Gali Rabel, in an apartment in Munich from 1929 until her death which was on September 18, 1931, by suicide. And I say he was living with his half-niece, meaning that his half-niece was his lady. She was his woman. (laughs) Um, She shot herself with Hitler's pistol. He wasn't home at the time. So he apparently, in a relationship with his half-niece, In my notes, I put whatever that (laughs) means. But I think it means, especially from that time, that they was in a relationship. They say that the relationship was intense and important to him, so he clearly loved her. So after Jelly's suicide, Hitler began seeing more of Eva. Eva herself was Eva herself attempted suicide on August of 1932 by shooting herself in the chest with her father's pistol. Word on the street was that her ass was just faking trying to get Hitler's attention and affections. After her recovery, Hitler became more committed to her. So I guess her plan worked, but that's real silly to do, ladies. Don't ever, boy, guys, don't ever try to commit suicide thinking that knowing in your heart that you don't want it to be a complete successful suicide and you just trying to do it to get someone's attention for love. Now that's obsessive right there. Like, don't do that. Because what's the worst case scenario? You die, you lose your life, you're not coming back, and you still don't get a chance to be with that person. They may mourn you for a little bit, they may grieve, but life definitely goes on. So after her recovery, huh, Hitler, be- Hitler became more committed to her, and by the end of 1932, they became lovers. So off top, Eva just like, I'll take a bullet for you, I'll take a bullet for you, daddy. I hit that mm for your daddy. Mm, she hit that young Miami on them for that city girls. What young, what young Miami say? I hold you. What she say? I never lied to you, daddy. So she said something like that. But in 1933, he began traveling with the sheep. Okay. Pause. Flip a reverse rewind. Okay. And so off top, Eva was just like, she'll take the bullet for him. So in 1933, she began traveling with the Nazi party as their photographer. So she young, she beautiful, 
Like I mentioned before, she like baby. Hill is her man, Hoffman is her boss. She feeling untouchable, and now she living this exciting life, feeling like a boss-ass bitch. And May 1935, Eva attempted suicide again because Hitler didn't have time for her. And that's a prime example, too, because Hitler apparently was a busy man. And I I doubt if he really had time for, like, love and affection. And as I get closer towards the story, you will get a, another glimpse of what their relationship was really like. But I guess that comes with, with being with a, a powerful man or a, a insane man <laughs> or a man with a plan. You're going to spend a lot of time alone, so you got to find you a hobby or find you something to do, girl. So Eva, she was definitely baby though. Hitler didn't let no one fuck with her. At a rally one time, Hitler's half-sister, which was his housekeeper and his dead half-nieces slash mother, uh-oh, let me run that back. So, at a rally one time, Hitler's half-sister, which was his housekeeper, and his dead half-niece slash lover, Jelly's mother. So, this was Jelly's mother, the, you know, his half-niece that committed suicide. And Jelly's mother was his housekeeper. Her name was Angela Robble. She was dismissed out of his life because she wasn't feeling Eva's presence. Because she basically sad eyeing Eva like, my daughter committed suicide, and now you, like, close to his heart, like, bitch, you scandalous. Like, I don't even want you around. But Hitler peeped all that, and instead of dismissing Eva, he dismissed his half-sister. So from that point, everyone was like, okay, he don't play about her. Like, let me stop playing with her. <laughs> And, she, and Eva was dying, dying behind him. The girl attempted suicide on her life twice just to get his attention, so she didn't play about him neither. Um, they was not openly affectionate with each other, not even in the privacy of their home. She was shel- Eva was sheltered and privileged, only, well, so sources close to them. One of Hitler <clears throat> people stated that Eva was sheltered and privileged and she only cared about fashion and entertainment. (laughs) My girl. (laughs) I mean, you're a woman living in a man's world. What is you supposed to care about? Politics and, and what was going on with them? I feel like if she even voiced her opinion at that time, they probably would have told her to stay out of men business because not only did certain people not have certain rights, Women didn't have rights neither. And when I say certain people, I mean black people, African-American people, <laughs> people of color, <laughs> just so y'all won't get that confused. Um, Eva didn't give a shit about politics, like I would guess. <laughs> there were never no public displays of affection, no physical contact, even in the enclosed world of the Berghof, which house the Nazi party entourage towards the last days of the war. And I stated that already. Call me queen two times. I like to say things two times. After the war, Eva was advised to go into hiding. In which she replied, she's not letting her man die alone. Dummy girl. 
because one of the ladies that was in a Berghof that was part of the Nazi party entourage, she basically pulled Eva to the side like, well, looks like we're losing the war, girl. You better go into hiding and get out of here before you die. And Eva told her, I'm not letting my man die alone. I don't know what you heard, dummy girl. Get out of my face. She didn't play about him. So in early April 1945, Braun traveled from Munich to Berlin with Hitler. As the Red Army closed in on the capital, she wouldn't leave Hitler's side. After midnight, um, the night of the 28th going into the 29th, after midnight of the 28th going into the 29th of April, Hitler and Eva were married in a small civil ceremony. Eva and Hitler said their goodbyes to staff and members of their inner circle. So they planned to die by suicide by taking so they planned to die by suicide by taking a cyanide poison. Well, that's how Eva died. Hitler shot herself. Um, this was the plan because all that bullshit that him and Benito Mussolini was on had caught up to them and motherfuckers was coming for their heads. And Hitler had heard how Mussolini and his bitch was found dead, like they was hanging or something. And he like, well, me and my bitch ain't gonna get caught up like that. So him and Eva came up with a whole plan. I'm pretty sure he came up with the plan by himself and Eva was just with it. But they both agreed that they wasn't going out like that and they planned their own demise. So around 3.30 p.m. April 30, 1945, Eva bit a cyanide capsule and Hitler shot himself with his pistol. Their bodies were soon after burned. Eva was a ride or die chick. She loved her man so much she was willing to die for his love from the very beginning. They say love make you do stupid shit. Um, I guess it's true. <laughs> Eva was 33. And that's the story of Eva and Apollo Braun. Thank you guys for listening. Oh, before I end this story out, I'm going to post a question now. And I'm going to also post it on love, of, love or Obsession Instagram page. But do you guys think that Eva was a monster? Let me know. Comment when I post it. Uh, So thank you guys for listening so much. I hope you continue to listen. I hope you stay tuned. Next Tuesday, another episode will be coming out. I hope you like the story. Um, Guys, don't think I'm weird for the stuff that I find fascinating. (laughs) Um, If you take this journey with me, you will see that I'm such a weirdo, but whatever. Oh, and shout out to my my two favorite podcasts well i started off listening to crime junkie when i started true crime but and that's ashley kelly and brit but my favorite my all-time favorite is morbid with ash and elena shout out to them um i love those guys love those gals (laughs) um I hope you guys keep listening. Please follow Love or Love or Obsession on Instagram at Love or Obsession Podcast. Um, send me an email or any suggestions or anything you want to tell me. Send me an email at Love or Obsession Podcast at gmail.com. Stay tuned, you guys. Peace out. <laughs>